Hey you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple and I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is our new series called I'd Rather Manga. This is your place to catch up on all things manga, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather manga with us. Alright. Did so, you catch the change in the intro? Yeah. Did you? I hope they liked it. Because it's new. It is new. We've been playing around with this idea for a really long time, so I'm excited. Yep. Alright, so um, this is our series where we talked about manga that we are currently reading or have read in the past. And uh, starting off, we're The Promised Neverland. Okay, they didn't have enough hype, so I'm, I'm trying that again. We're going to be talking about The Promised Neverland because the final episode just aired tonight. And we have been waiting for this since we started reading the manga on like what we watched like the second episode and then we started like reading the manga. Yeah, I think it was closer to episode four, probably. It doesn't matter. But yeah. We've been no- we've known that this moment has been coming for a long time. It's been a long time coming. Yes. And I am psyched that we've got to actually see it. Yeah, we actually got to see it all animated. Um, the first arc um, is what we're going to be going over today. So if you are completely caught up on the anime and you watched all 12 episodes, there won't be any spoilers in here for you. And uh, for my manga readers, you know it's about to go down. All right. Um, yeah, so we're going over chapters 1 through 37 of the manga. That's the same as episodes 1 through 12 of the anime. If you haven't read the manga, read it on the Shonen Jump app, please. Uh, it's only what? What is it? Two dollars a yeah, month. It's two dollars a month, and you and get it's, access to everything. Yeah, you get access to the entire Shonen Jump library, which um, that's you know Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Boruto, uh, My, uh, Hero My Hero Academia, Academia. Uh, Black Clover. So all of the sort of big mainstream Shonen anime that are uh, based off of manga, you can read all of it through Shonen Jump, and that's you know our manga app of choice especially you know if you want to read it legally and support the people who actually make the manga you know it's not a bad investment i mean two dollars you can you can literally go to mcdonald's and get a large fry for the same amount and you can only eat that one so it's gonna last all of like five minutes this is gonna be two dollars it's gonna last you for a full 30 days yes so it's an investment we are not sponsored by shonen jump by the way but just you know helpful tidbits but shonen jump if you're listening i mean you can shout us out it's fine yeah, I mean, we're not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that being said, Promise Neverland, um, if you have read the manga, it covers chapters 1 through 37. Um, that's basically the escape. I don't know if it's actually called that. That's just what we've been calling it because it's their escape from Gracefield House. Yeah. And it's what the manga, the first 12 episodes of the anime cover, or basically the first season. And um, before we really get into it, just something that was announced today um they are getting a season two it's supposed to be coming in march of 2020 i believe is what they said um that hasn't been officially confirmed yet but pretty much every source that has gotten access to this leaked information is saying like march 2020 so that's something to keep an eye out for yep so next year another season yeah um but going forward the Promised Neverland. Um, I'm not sure if this, if you're listening to this, you probably already know what it's about. But for those people who happen to stumble upon our podcast, who have not read The Promised Neverland or watched the anime of The Promised Neverland, you have no idea what it's about. It is about the children at Grace Fieldhouse. Grace Fieldhouse is an orphanage. 
And there they are raised in a happy and safe environment. And the person who takes care of them, they call her mom. And um, at the age of 12, you find a happy family and you get quote unquote adopted. Well, of course, the spin on this whole thing is three of the older kids, Emma, Ray, and Norman, they're incredibly bright and gifted. Like think of the smartest person you know, and then multiply that by 10. And you have these three kids. Yep. They find out that you don't actually get adopted when you turn 12. You um, actually get shipped off to demons to be their food. And yep. they, knowing this information, they're not okay with it. And so they come up with a plan and they're basically like, we got to get the heck up out of Dodge. So they start working together to escape from Grace Fieldhouse. That's why we have been calling it the escape arc. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically what we're going to be talking about. There's so much more to that, but yeah, we're just going to stop there. There's so much more. But, um, yeah, read it, watch it. I mean, do it. Yeah. And if you have not read it and or watched it, this would be your time to stop the podcast, to go do that, and then come back. Yes, it is really is a lot better if you go in blind. But uh, let's take a quick break. Yeah. All right. Now okay. The, so now that you have read and or and or watched, watched. <laughs> The Promise Neverland, let's talk about this manga. Yeah. This manga is one of the best mangas I've ever read by far. Um, since I'm not an avid manga reader, I'm going to go so far to say it is the best manga that I've ever read. Like, it's the only manga that I can say that for myself, I have actively gone out of my way to read it. And I wasn't pressured by other people in my household okay, to read so it. We're playing that card today. And I just I found it really interesting. Like the whole story of it is really, really intriguing. And it's prob- probably my favorite manga to date. I can see that. I mean, it's it's definitely there. I mean, for me And so much happens in it. Yeah, like, so much happens in it. It's such a great story. It's really intriguing and but we're just supposed to be talking about the first uh the first 37 the chapters, first 37 chapters which so. were still all of those things that we just named yeah like a lot <laughs> still happens it's really good the suspense um, is great like the thrill like it, yes, it makes your heart it, it, it really makes your heart race and that's the thing that's so great about the promise neverland as a manga because if you've seen the anime like, if you're like us and you started watching the anime, the anime sort of gives you all the background information that you need to know. So when you read the manga, you're already reading it with, like, a functioning understanding of what's going on. But um, even after you pass that point and you're reading completely uncharted territory in the manga, what's so great about it is you have this, like, how do I explain it? Like, this connectivity to it i don't know it's just like you're reading it in the manga panels and the way that they're drawn and the detail and the pacing of it it just like it gets you it's, it gets you amped and you're it gets just you like amped, it gets you oh. sucked in and like the end of the chapters is just like how the end of the episodes were in the anime like they like, stop at the most like pivotal point where like you you have to know what happens next it's like don't you dare leave me here and it's so suspenseful you spend all this time trying to figure out what's going to happen or whatever and then you know sometimes you figure it out and sometimes you don't but whether you did or did not it's good to go back and experience it 
over again because then you can catch all the little clues that they've been leaving the whole, whole time. time. Um, one of the best examples of this, and this is even if you're just an anime-only watcher of The Promised Neverland and you don't actually read the manga, if you once you find out that Ray is the traitor, if you go back to the first episodes and you rewatch it, you will see all the little hints in the subtext that's there making it clear that Ray is the person who is the one that needs to be watched, who's the one who's feeding information to mom. And reading the manga is the same way. So like if you read it after you've already seen the anime or you know what's to come, it pits a completely different light and perspective on it. And like for us watching it after we had already experienced it, it's like the fire knowing that Ray was gonna first of all that look that Emma gave Ray yeah, like you the night before they the in escape. the manga like the anime don't get me wrong the anime was like intense right but the manga you get like this pretty much this whole page of yeah. just like her eyes and you're just like oh my god she's ready to kill someone yeah it's like you like they say a picture's worth a thousand words and it really, really is. is. Like, if you show a single picture, it can put more emphasis on a moment than a moving picture does. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but if you read this manga, you'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah, and the moment where Ray is like, like, tomorrow, let's run away right now. Let's, let's run away tonight. You know, it's just like, when you don't know it's coming, it's so intense. But even knowing that it's coming, it's just like, you're waiting for that shoe to drop. Yeah. And it's just like, I can't even explain it. It's really, really, really good. And like you get more of like Phil and how he plays into it. Because yeah. he has a little bit more lines in the manga than he did in this episode. I think everybody, all the lines are more enhanced in the manga. Really. Well, you get more detail. The, uh, the content is the same. The anime didn't skip anything crucial or anything super special or anything. But you get more details on everything that goes on in the manga. Yeah, and that might be because the manga is not moving. So you can actually sit there and you can actually really look at and take in the panel of the manga versus having to keep up with the, the can, subtitles and everything that's going on in the anime. Yeah, you can ingest all the information that's on those pages at one time. And when the pictures are moving at a fast pace, you don't really get everything. Yeah, because something that we picked up that um, I don't know anybody has mentioned, like we've been listening to, you know, podcasts and YouTube videos. The numbers in the anime at the beginning of every episode is the, the episode date. title. That's the date, and it has nothing to do with the numbers on the side of the next of Gracefield House. It's the, they're set in the year twenty forty five, which is the forty five at the end at the beginning. I think they're set in October, which is where um, the ten comes from, and then the de- the number of the day I think comes first because yeah. that's how it is in every other country yeah. in the world. I think the United States is the only one that does. Uh, month, day, and then year. Every other country does day, month, and then year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let's not get into it. I don't know, but it's the but, date. So if you look at the calendar in the manga, you can pick that up a lot easier than. Yeah, like they showed the they showed the calendar in the anime, but they show it so quickly that you probably won't put it together. Yeah. You know, so the only numbers you really see constantly in the anime are the numbers on their neck. So you think that that has something to do with the episode numbers, and it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But in the manga, which doesn't use numbers at, at all. all for the titles, um, it's very clear that those numbers are clearly the date. Yeah. So, honestly, it's so good. Um, I didn't really notice 
any differences per se between the anime and the manga. It was just that for me, the manga was more intense because I was getting the content for the first time. The anime was exceptionally good in my opinion because the storyline itself is just enticing yeah. to me. But um, when in the anime, I was getting the content for the second time. So it's different when you are sort of knowing what to expect. It's kind of like people, I guess, when they go to the movies to go watch um, like comic book heroes that they grew up with. It's like, yeah, it's a movie. You don't really know what's going to happen, but you have an idea yeah. of what type of universe they're in, what kind of superpowers they have, and the type of character that they are. You, you know the source material that they're pulling from. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so. they, they could change it up, but, I mean, you really hope that they won't. And in this case, The Promised Neverland didn't change anything. Everything is true to the manga. There's just more detail in the manga. Yeah. I would actually have to say that, like, since we are reading the manga for the promised neverland as well as one piece and then watching both of them as an anime i still think that watching the promised neverland as an anime after reading the manga was more intense for me than it was with one piece but that's a conversation for a different day yeah um any other closing thoughts on uh these first 37 chapters um not really i mean honestly i love the pacing of the anime i think that it wrapped up the arc of the escape really well and you don't skip anything but you also got all of that crucial backstory yeah. that uh i think they could have easily skipped yeah. if they if they had wanted to and i'm really glad that they didn't like they didn't skip why norman was so attached to emma and ray they didn't skip you know isabella's moments and how when she was in their in their shoes she went to the wall and she saw the cliff yeah and how ray is actually like the the birth son of isabella you know and like even sister crone's background and how she ended up where she's at like all of that helps build the world they're in and makes you realize just how cutthroat of a world they're in and like there's no room for forgiveness yeah and i love it yeah, they didn't skip out on anything that was crucial at all. I really don't even really feel like they skipped out on anything. They crammed so. all 37 chapters of the manga into 12 episodes. Yeah, I mean, short of... There's some manga panels that I really wish they had included in the anime. And, like, that's just... But that's just pure selfishness. Yeah. Because I wanted to see it in color. Yeah. But, um... Like, that last panel on at the end of chapter 37. Like, yeah. they had put that at the end of episode 12. It would have been like that nice icing on the cake. Not even the icing. I would say the cherry on top because it was it was a good cake. Yeah. But honestly, if you haven't read The Promised Neverland, I would definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, If you're not into reading manga and you're looking for something that's going to intrigue you, I would definitely suggest this for a first go round in the manga game because it will keep you interested and on the edge of your seat and keep your heart racing. But also keep you like enthralled but there's also like enough chapters for you to get like a good feel of the content and the characters and to feel like you're getting something before you reach that week to week point so yeah um that is it for this episode of i'd rather manga if you liked it please 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 subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about it so they can subscribe to it too um if you want to engage with us talk about what you like about the promised neverland Follow us at I'd Rather Anime and tweet at us. We almost always respond. 
and yeah. we can have a conversation. Um, other than that, you know, thanks for deciding a manga with us. Until next time, peace. Out. <laughs>